The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker. And I am Star Gleep, and we are those guys with ships. And this is episode 37 of the Versecast. Today is July 20th, 2945, and any desire I have ever had to play the medic role in this game is gone. No more. Say what? What happened? 12 hours in the emergency room. Ah, that'll do it. You see things. You see things. Not pretty things. Ah, I see. So so I'm going to fly an airship around and charge people a lot for watered down drinks instead. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Can I get the whole Uh, like Coke can or? Yeah, right. No, no, no. Only half. Only half. Well, you're flying coach, right? Yeah. You you can get the whole can. I ain't telling you what's in it, though. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I, I just need to say, um, on this day in history, uh, 46 years ago from uh, 20, 2015, uh, the Apollo 11 moon landing took place. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. For reals. Wow. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I just figured I'd throw it out there. It's related to space, and so why not? Have you ever toured the soundstage where they filmed that? Twice. <laughs> Excellent. Mm-hmm. Got, got an autograph from the producer. Did you get a moon rock? <laughs> <laughs> I just go out to I go out in my backyard and grab one. <laughs> well, if the dog don't eat it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, he does. Yeah, he does. I, he does I like get to it. eat the. Huh? What? When? Wh- who? Hello? Where are Hello? we? Is this thing on? And <laughs> with that, Gleep is officially back. <laughs> Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. The song is called "Fall Drift." It's off of his album "Alphanumeric." Please do check it out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. And I wasn't here last week. Uh, Mrs. Gleep was in the hospital for a couple of days, and so um, uh, she's home again now and doing much better. So thank you, everybody, that uh, for all of your support and help and everything. And it's really good to be back. Mm-hmm. And. It's been, and you know, this uh, un, uh, this unexpected adventure uh, coincided with a couple of weeks off anyway, just for the, I believe it was for the 4th of July holiday. And so it's been three weeks since I've been here, and I've just been dying to ask you guys, what did you think of Terminator Genesis? Did you see it? I did not see it. Oh my and God. I, I feel like I'm a big Terminator fan. Like my YouTube channel and Twitch channel are the only John Connor. Yeah. Named after me and my friend Connor yeah. and the Terminator movies. So I don't know what happened. Like, I guess he's here for the summer and he's been busy. So we haven't had a chance to go see it. And I feel like I have to see it with him. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So I just haven't gotten around to it, but I really want to see it. I, I hear that it's 
kind of okay. Some people have said it's great. Some people said it's just okay. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't care. Like, it's probably going to be like cheesy and dumb, but I'll probably still love it anyway. I uh, I have lost all faith in that franchise. Um, I did oh. not go see it. I will oh. not go see it. Um, I have a theory for why I have so much disdain for uh, for the for that series now. Um, the first of which being that um, I have no empathy or sympathy or concern for John Connor whatsoever. And I think the reason is because he's been played by a different actor in every single movie. And that's there's true. No, there's just no like, OK, I'll keep this short. He is supposed <laughs> to be the be all and end all the, the, the hinge pin of that entire universe. Everything is about John Connor. Either they're trying to kill Sarah Connor before she even conceives, or they're trying to kill him, you know, at various points in his life. How you can't have any sympathy for that character because he's never played by the same person. There's not, there's, a, there isn't a single thread that carries the character John Connor through the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I just, after seeing the last one. And the ending of the last one, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not a fan anymore. I'm checking out. Well, you're supposed to care about the Terminator. No, you're not supposed to care about the Terminator. I think that's what you're supposed to care about. The The story is about John Connor, and it hinges on John Connor, but it's supposed to. you're supposed to care about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, and a gray haired Terminator because the flesh continues to age. Yeah. Just, no. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's, that's why you care about in, in uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, you care about the monster. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, because that, that's the, that's really the, the, the lamentable character. So, Meh. I did see Ant Man though, and it was delightful. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. Well, I thought Terminator was great, um, and I didn't see it as an extension of the the previous movies. I thought that it was a retelling of the entire saga, but a slightly different storyline. Uh, they put in some some twists and some turns. Uh, there was uh, some cheesy stuff, which I thought was a kind of a nice homage to eighties acting in adventure movies. Uh, I thought, or at least it worked well from that perspective. I thought. And, um, and I, and I love Arnold. I mean, he's just, he's, he's so over the top. Um, it's just, I, and it, you know, <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> and I hope they don't make a sequel. It was perfect. Just the way it was. Don't make a sequel. Just boom, one and done. Drop the mic. You're out. They will. They will continue. Even without Arnold, they will always make Terminator movies. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it didn't do that well in the box office and, and the franchise itself hasn't done that well. Like it, it has, they haven't had a smash in quite a few movies, like two or three. I don't know. We'll aren't, see. aren't the movies are at least they make money though. Don't they? Um, it, well, yeah, I guess, you know, when you, when you take in overseas and everything else, I guess they do. If, as long as they break even, they'll keep making them. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, Oddly enough, I actually want to see um, Maggie. Have you guys heard about that movie? No. It's the, the one where his daughter is uh, turning into a zombie? Yeah. it's it's Who's daughter? Um, Arnold's. Arnold's. It's, oh. it's, a, it's an indie film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, it's a drama. And it, it's about, yeah, his daughter is slowly turning into a zombie. And, you know, what do you do? Do, you, do There's a drug that you can, like, like give her to kill her? Or, or do you let it wait till she turns? And it's it's a drama. And it's the first time that, like, I think Schwarzenegger's ever done anything like this. 
mm-hmm. you know, where it's not over the top action and it's just a little indie film. Yeah. And uh, I saw the trailer for it and it looked really good. Um, so I, that actually is a movie I'm interested in seeing. I heard him interviewed when he was on the promo tour for that movie, and he said it was the, actually the first time he'd ever cried on camera. I don't know what I don't know what that looks like, but I would no. I'd be interested to see it. So. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it, it looks like an interesting film. It's definitely something I'd like to kind of catch when it uh, is on Netflix or you know if it's on HBO Go, I definitely want to check it out. So I, I thought it was a fun uh, summertime movie. So um, I'm, I'm sorry that neither of you had the chance to enjoy it yet. I mean, or, or ever, Jimmy. But um, nope, uh, I I liked it a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> All know, right. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. Oh, sorry. It was oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it was somebody left Schwarzenegger in the room. I was trying to segue, but oh, anyway. go ahead. Try well, it again. Or we can do Dumb and Dumber quotes that's fine (laughs) (laughs) um well you know what since we last recorded um well i guess you guys recorded last week uh, but uh since you last recorded we've had uh some things happen in the game we got a ptu patch it landed on on saturday and uh boy don't i feel silly i um i downloaded it saturday night before i went to bed and sunday morning got up and Started playing with it and I could not make it work. And I thought, oh, this sucks. Um, and felt really, really uh, sad for myself. But then I realized that I am, in fact, an idiot and, and I don't read the instructions and I don't do what they tell me. And this is what happens. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've seen a lot of people say that they've had a good experience with the PTU. So I was really surprised last night when you told me you didn't. And now I know why. <laughs> I did not. I didn't do what they told me to, and this is what happened. <laughs> so, um, I, um, I, before we started recording tonight, um, I, I started following the instructions, and so I, it's, it's in the, it's in the oven now, and uh, hopefully, uh, will come out all light and fluffy, and uh, just ready for some um, pew 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 in the PTU goodness. And as of today, I thought I saw somewhere that they had put a hot fix in, so that the scythe is now in. Uh, in hangar for those that that uh, that backed it. Yeah, I've heard that there there's been a couple of weird errors. Like if you had an Andromeda, that your Merlin doesn't work. Uh, but if you had one of the other ships that the um, Merlin comes with, that it does work. So hmm. just kind of kind of really odd stuff. Um, oh, so but the nice thing about the PTU, they'll have it fixed before I get around to playing it. Yeah, you see, see how you are, you non-participating guy. You, <laughs> I have patience. Hmm. I didn't follow the instructions either, so I'm not going to comment on my experience, but I did notice that you can play um, uh, Battle Royale with up to 16 people now Mm -hmm. and um, Free Flight with 12 people. Nice. So I was hoping to see like eight players for Vandal Swarm because I feel like we always want to get more people in there and we can't. Yeah. Yeah. So that, hopefully that, they will do that. That's not the that's not the case for that though, huh? No, it's only four players. Does uh does Vandal Swarm scale up and down depending on how many people are in the instance at any given time? Like per wave, like let, let's say there's four people in for a wave, but then two people disconnect or somebody drops and it's down to one or two people. Do you guys know if it scales down? Hmm. Or I scales get... up when you've got a full full group of four? 
Well, you get if you play it like solo, you get um, you get NPCs. So I wonder maybe if it doesn't uh, kick out a couple NPCs to to make up the difference. Right, that's what I mean. Like if it, if it recognizes that, I, I never notice. I'll have to pay attention to that next time. If anybody out there in podcast land knows, send us an email. Yeah, yell into your radio right now, real loud. We'll hear you. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a couple of the guys that we were out with last night uh, have uh, have got it to work, and they, they said that uh, the Merlin is fast and it's nimble. They said it's only 240 meters per second, though, which is the same speed as the, uh, the Gladius. I was expecting it was going to be a little bit faster than the Gladius, but not quite so fast as the M50, which, I, if memory serves, uh, tops out at about 270. Yeah, and then uh, the, the whichever one of the 300 series, I, don't, I wasn't aware it tops out at like 300. The three the 350R tops out at 300, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It is crazy fast. It's, it's like a Corvette. It goes really, really fast in straight lines. And then it goes into asteroids, just awesome. Just, <laughs> and then, and then you black out. Boom, like that. Um... So um, uh, anyway, I'm I'm kind of excited for this patch. I uh, when it actually does come out. Um, so um, I don't know how you if you guys are are feeling like this is the beginning of that uh, of the of the wave of content that's going to be rolling our way. I mean, are, is it time to get up on our boards, or are we still just sort of you know floating around, uh, you know, making weird surfer jokes? Well, there's a menu item for Star Marine in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, I think we're maybe a few weeks out from FPS. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, at and shortly after GamesCon because everything is pointing towards um, stuff happening. And it's like I, I John, you you and I talked about that last week where we thought um, maybe they were going to skip Star Marine and go right to uh, Multi Crew, but now it's starting to seem like they're actually going to do um, Star Marine. Yeah. Yeah, they. So, so it seems like a, a couple things that I've heard is that GamesCon is just going to be epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna they're going to be releasing some some major cool stuff, and that um, there will be. I mean, releasing uh, like allowing us to see uh, new content, but that there's also playable content is going to be coming um, as well. So hopefully, Star Marine will be some of that content. Yeah. I'll, uh, I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it next week, but I did listen to Ben for the chairman, and mm-hmm. um, and Chris went into a little bit of detail about the new um, the new uh, free flight map. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, there's a gas giant in it. Ooh. You heard it here first, or, se- <laughs> or second, or third. <laughs> it's a gas giant. God, there's a joke there. I just can't. I can't. I'm reaching down deep. I can't, I can't pull it out. This isn't the PU. Ah, uh, you uh, see, bam! <laughs> you see, we work better as a trio. Uh-huh. I agree, <laughs> absolutely. All right. And speaking of Star Marine, we did get a status update for the week of July twelfth, and uh, the Ghost Site won the poll. The Ghost Site won the poll. I know everyone's yeah. been really uh, been just on pins and needles waiting to uh, <laughs> to see which site won and. Um, uh, John, how, being our FPS master, what do you uh, what do you think about the ghost site? Is that your uh, is that your fave, your personal fave? Honestly, I don't even remember this poll. <laughs> ah, you've given me a hard time about participating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks good though. 
Okay, well, I mean, is, is if you're given a choice in your uh, FPS gameplay, do you tend to go for an iron sight or a, um, a scope, or what do you tend to do? Um, in something like Call of Duty, at least the earlier ones, they would only give you, like, one or two attachments, mm-hmm. and I would typically go with something else before putting on, like, a red dot or something, um, mm-hmm. just because I, I didn't feel like it would give me that much of an advantage. But if I can put multiple attachments and put that red red dot on there, um, I will probably go with a red dot over iron sights um, just because it does give you more visibility, especially on the lower half. Um, so, I mean, if I can't put the red dot on there, then I'm fine with iron sights. Oh, cool. Well, um, I, I think the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the ghost site w- won fairly handily. So I think that uh, that uh, the people have been heard and uh, the ghost site uh, is the winner. Where yeah. was the poll? Was it at the bottom of the FPS update? The yeah. yeah. One the Star Marine posted? update. Yeah. yeah. No, the Star Marine update from the week of the 5th. It was in oh, there. okay. Yeah. yeah. I Keep- probably voted on it. I just can't remember. Well, keep in mind, too, that um, the other site options are going to reappear down the road. Um, they're, they're talking about using the other site options as uh, like modular like site add-ons, uh, or they may potentially come stock in other weapons. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. So, I mean, you know, just, you know, if, if, uh, if, ghost, if the ghost site isn't your bag, it does sound like down the road there'll be other options uh, to customize your sites, which is, which is neat. There's no losers here, Jimmy. Nope. Only winners. Only winners. And so they, uh, you know, they, it, was, it was a pretty good update, I thought, this time. A, a little bit more uh, readable and useful, at least to, to my yeah. thinking, than uh, previous installments. Uh, they've made some improvements to the net code. Uh, so there's, uh, there's less clipping, better animations. The weapons are getting better. Gadgets. Uh, they've made some improvements to the HUD. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, but what they included this time, which I think uh, is going to make a lot of people... Um, uh, who have uh, been less than happy before, uh, perhaps uh, a little less unhappy, uh, is that they did list the blockers this time. And they said that they're, they still got some netcode issues. Uh, jukes and stops uh, still need some more tuning. Um, there's too much weapon sway. Um, you know, that's what she said. <laughs> Settle down. That, that's what that stands for right there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Um, and, uh, animation refinements <laughs> are needed. Uh, the visor HUD ain't quite right. And, uh, there's some, there's some buggy radar all up in the ADS. I don't know what the ADS is, but it's Aim got downside. some buggy. Oh, thank you. Uh, that radar is buggy. And then uh, with this one, I thought, hey, just leave it in. It would probably be fun. Uh, audio cues for all sorts of stuff is way out of sync still. So, I mean, that would like, you know, you could like run halfway down the hall before like the guy you're after hears your footsteps. I think that would be really cool. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was really glad that they posted the blockers. Um, it, it's, you know, they, they give us a lot of information, but I think sometimes they, they don't necessarily give us the, the bad stuff as as they don't make it as available as I think some people would like. Um, and I was, for one, was very glad to see the blockers. I like to know, you know, the problems that they're having. And I think between this and some of the other stuff that I've seen around the, the web, I think one of the biggest issues, and, and you probably agree, agree with me, guys, is that is the merging of first-person and third-person animations. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's where they're having currently where they're having one of their that netcode or where they're having some of their bigger challenges. Um, but it does sound like they're that yeah that they're working through those things and you know the the you know we're weeks not months out mantra that's been floating around for the last few days does seem to lend itself to um, everything that's in this post. Mm, cool. That you know actually that's one of the things that I heard today. I think it was on Star Signal. Um, uh, one of the guys was talking about that one of the things he's noticed in the patch, uh, he was able to get 1.1.5 working. One of the things he noticed is that... You, you mean uh, he installed it properly? He did. He read the, he read the destructions and did what he was told. <laughs> so he gets pudding. Um, but anyway, he said that obviously they've made some improvements to the net code because... Um, and he's uh, um, Julian, the, one, the, the guy from Australia. And uh, he was saying that it... Uh, he definitely noticed the difference uh, in gameplay uh, in multiplayer that uh, that it seemed like that it was better balanced now. So, um, cool. you know, because that's a long way to go uh, between from, you know, Santa Monica to Australia. So uh, the, the better, the better, the better the uh, the net code, the more better the experience. I've got I got to think, but what do I know? Um, so anyway, that's, that's good. Um, you know, I, I think kind of in general, these updates, um, you know, I think for folks that want them, that's great that they're doing it. I think it shows that the CIG is being transparent, you know, especially in the face of folks saying that they're not being transparent. They're making an effort to, uh, be more of what I thought they were already, you know, plenty good at. But, um, so hopefully the folks that are, are interested in, and look forward to seeing this sort of stuff are going to be, um, happy with it. It's it's tough because it's like anybody that's that's really paying attention knows that they're putting a lot of information out there, um, can see the progress that's being made, um, you know, and, and and sees where they're going with it, and and is anticipating, you know, what these releases are, are as they're as they're coming together. But the problem is that I think most people, and there's, this isn't really a problem; it's it's life. Most people aren't paying that close of attention, right. so it's it's really easy to buy into you know some of the BS that's floating around out there, um, or to have genuine concerns when when you see when you don't see a patch update for for you know a month plus six to eight weeks, and things kind of seem to start to get a little stagnant. Um, you know, so it's tough. You know, they they have to contend with that too. It's like you could put all the information in the world out there, but if people aren't looking at it or paying close enough attention, then they're going to gravitate towards whatever the the loudest you know soundbite is that's out there. Right, right. Well, they're doing it now, so um, you know. yeah, yeah. I think they're doing a great job. I mean, it's you know you could see they're really pushing to get as much information out and make it easily digestible as possible. So, what did we say a few minutes ago? No losers, no just losers. winners. Mm-hmm. We're all winners, except for all the right. losers. But they're losers. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, boy! Wow, took me right back to grammar school. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, all right, around the verse, episode fifty-three. We got that. Uh, Chris is back in Santa Monica. Who knew? I think we all did. I think we uh, all did. Yeah. Yeah, CIG has been working hard to get uh, Arena Commander out the door, 1.1.5, the patch out the door. And obviously, some of this is going to be sort of a little bit of rehash, but we do have a flyable Merlin. It's the first completed ship, which I think is pretty cool. It's, now, so it's, I didn't see around the verse. When you say completed ship, you mean that it's got the damage modifiers, that like it's like the first like complete version of what we're going to see going forward? Yes. Okay. 
So it's done. It, the, wow. ship is, the ship is done. Um, Are you unhappy then, with yours? Or have no, you not no, seen I, it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, he okay. doesn't participate. Only participators get to fly their Merlins. <laughs> I am I am patient like a like a Buddhist monk. I'm all Zen. I'll wait until it goes live. And AKA play. lazy. Lazy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, you guys didn't read the instructions and look what happened. I'm definitely not going to read the instructions. <laughs> um, I watched some videos. It looks cool. You know what? One thing I did look for in the in in the uh, PTU, and I don't know how badly I misinstalled. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter because I, I logged into the PTU website to view my account, you know, and, and set up my hanger and all that. Uh, they don't have anything rentable in there, so I'm I'm wondering if we're going to be able to rent the Merlin in this patch. I'm guessing not. Um, but well, did you uh, notice I'm, that the there's an option in the menu for the EA store? Um, now was that was that in the client or is that on the website? No, that was in game. I, I, I in game I get nothing. I'm no uh, in in the in the pause menu. There is an option for the EA store, so I think they're moving it in game. Right? No, I my I screwed it up so bad I don't even get that. I oh. like I haven't I haven't been able to see the Star Marine thing or anything. Okay. This so so this week on Gleep doesn't pay attention to anything. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay, but my point is it wouldn't be on the PTU website because they I think they're putting it in game. I see what you ah, mean. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I hope that we're going to be able, actually, you know what? I don't hope that, or I, I, you know, for some folks I do hope. So I, I, I do hope that the Merlin is going to be rentable. Uh, but it doesn't make any difference to me really personally, because I'm going to buy one for $20. So it's really <clears throat> only 20 bucks. Yeah. You're going to be like Oprah. You get a Merlin and you get a <laughs> Merlin and you get a Merlin. Everybody gets a Merlin. I, I love that they're. Um, that they're offering a little snub nose, snub nose fighter for twenty bucks. I think it's brilliant. Well, it's supposed to be. I mean, they're touting it as a racing ship too. So yeah, um, I, I think it's going to be a fun racing ship. Uh, what I've heard um, is that it is so small that it is able to cut the course in uh, creative ways. Oh. The, uh, some of the other ships. I mean, especially the the, the three fifty, which is uh, you know as racing ships go, a, a big hulking bruiser of a ship. Uh, you're just not, you can't wedge it into the same uh, tight spots that you can the, um, the M50 or even more so the Merlin. So, um, and for 20 bucks, I mean, I, I think it's, um, I, I'm hoping that it, maybe it'll fit into one of my larger ships. Um, I know that they say that, uh, that they're, that it's not as simple as do you have that much space that it all, that the ship has to be able to accept a docking. Yeah. You got you, you probably have to you probably have to add a docking collar onto but I I'm guessing but potentially onto like one of your um one of your EVA ports maybe that's where you'd have to like attach some sort of docking collar. I but I do know that uh the Starliner uh one of the variants they discussed uh, or one of the potential variants they discussed was a ship that hauls around racers yeah yeah hauls yeah, around yeah. racers so I'm thinking there's a pretty good chance that the Merlin will f will fit in there. So, anyway, um, uh, it, it would be interesting. I guess the scythe is a little bit more interesting because I was going to ask you, Jimmy, do you, does it bother you? Or are you feeling a little butthurt that the the Merlin is going to go on sale when it, I think it sort of felt like an exclusive thing for you? No, no. Um, it, it's I feel that it's um, it's exclusive in that um, 
you know, it's it's a parasite ship for my Andromeda, which I think is great. Um, I don't really have any sort of like, um, you know, I, I want to be a special, unique and, and you know, pretty snowflake. For me, <laughs> uh, you know, for me, I think it's great. Um, I think it's great that they're making it available for sale. And, and honestly, the biggest reason is because, and we've talked about this before, you know, we're, we're all a little bit fanboy-y in that we've got multiple ships, but a lot of people only have one. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I try and put myself in the position of someone that has backed the game for $45 and that has, you know, just, an, um, you know, just one of the smaller ships uh, like, um, you know, like whatchamacallit, the um, Aurora. Thank you. The Aurora, um, you know, and how cool it would be to just spend another $20 and, and basically get yourself a nice little snub fighter or a nice little racer. Mm-hmm. You know, for for twenty bucks, so I think that's great. Uh, you know, the more the merrier. The, the ship, the thing is, you can't live in that ship. You can't jump from system to system. It's it's a little you know put around in system or attached to a larger ship type of ship. So you know, it's going to have its place in the universe, and I think it's cool, man. Yeah, totally. Everybody buy a Merlin. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how many they sell. Uh, yeah, I, totally. I wonder if I mean, I've got twenty five bucks on account, so I mean, it's it's almost a no brainer for me. Um, and they uh, so. aren't offering a game package, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. No package. It's just a, an add-on ship only, um, which confused me at first because I thought that that meant, well, add-on would have to mean that you have a ship that can accept it, but there's no list of ships that can accept it. But then someone clarified later and says, no, that add-on means essentially the same thing as standalone. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know... To, to, to preface my my uh, my not caring about the Merlin and balancing that against the scythe um, in fiction the Merlin's going to be a, is is common it's part of it's just regular it's a regular ship that's manufactured in the universe by you know by a corporation whereas the scythe is in fact a unique ship and mm-hmm. people that the people that purchased that I would understand why they wouldn't want to see that be a ship that everybody could have and it shouldn't be. Um, because it's rare in the universe, because it's something that, you know, has to be, um, for lack of a better word, tamed and then mm-hmm. modified to accept, uh, accept humans. Um, that's the distinction for me. You know, the Merlin is a common, is, it should be a common ship, $20 sale. Everyone should get it. Enjoy it. The, the Scythe is a specialty ship that should be limited and should be rare and should not be available for anyone to purchase. I agree. Um, uh, we also got uh, Zane Bien, uh, who was, I guess, the guy that designed the UI for the Merlin. Uh, he gave a little demonstration uh, of that, and it looks really, really cool. Um, so, if for, uh, and it looks, you know, like it makes sense, which um, is has been uh, something in a couple of the other ships where it's like, I'm not really sure what's going on over here. Um, so, for 20 bucks, you know, having a, a clear UI, I think, uh, you know, that that's just. That's added value right there. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've, I've, I've watched a couple of YouTube videos, and it's it's a nice streamlined UI. It looks really sexy. Yeah. Um, and Lisa O showed us some uh, damage tech stuff in ship shape. And, um, and then they, they talked some more about the Merlin, you know, that you're going to get it for free with the Andromeda, the Aki Aquila. Phoenix, Carrick, Idris, 890 Jump. Uh, and for the, those, the last four of those ships, uh, it's going to be a loner, really, um, until the other parasitic craft, uh, which are designed to go with those, are, are completed. So I guess with the, uh, the Phoenix, it's going to get the Archimedes. Is that correct? Correct. 
And then the, the Carrick, I think it's a buggy. The Idris, I don't even know if they know what that's going to get yet. And the 890 Jump gets uh, gets a, like a Mercedes-Benz, I think it is. Well, the Carrick actually has a Parasite flat, uh, fighter as well. I, I just don't think that they've gone into any detail um, on that ship specifically. Ooh, I thought it was. I thought I had heard it was a buggy. That it was a like a that, land a landing that too. thing. Yeah. No, no, it gets, oh. it gets a buggy and it gets a parasite uh, uh, ship. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The carrot. Well, the carrot's huge. I mean, I, that's a big, big ship. I was shocked at how large it was. Hmm. Uh, compar- comparatively speaking, to like uh, you know an Andromeda. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, because it's like got um, it's like designed to go to. Uh, Boldly go where no one's gone before, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And stuff like that. All right. Um, then we got uh, the interesting skinny in Reverse the Verse uh, from episode fifty-five. Uh, they did uh, tell us that the next concept ship will, in fact, be the Endeavor, which made you know made my little ears go. Hmm? I, I was gonna say, you excited? Yeah. Um, it's going to have modular pods uh, to suit different purposes. They're still deciding which pods are going to come stock with the ship. Uh, some examples of pods include observatory, zoology, biology lab, plant lab, um, and that we can mix and match depending on what our own uh, personal science dream is. So you can, uh, you can be a, a zoological biology plant lab guy. I always wanted to be one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just can't wait until you land on a planet and you go in and investigate an egg that splits open and something jumps out and <laughs> hugs your face. And then your crew brings you back on board the ship and something bursts out of your stomach. When is that going to happen? What patch is that? I, I, 1.1.6? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's not this one. It's not this one. Anyway, so I'm, I'm guessing uh, you're going to be able to go uh, to far off worlds and uh, basically be a pot farmer. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and uh, the Endeavor now, and now again, because previously it was, but then they changed it, and now we're going back to, it's going to be the base ship for both the Science and the Hope class hospital ship. So, uh, Vendus, I, I, I told you that, that that was not going to be the case, and so I, I have erred in my communication to you, so please, please do forgive me. Uh, it is going to be the same ship. It's just going to be the pods that you equip it with. Um, what is this it, pods thing? Pods? That's what the, the kind of, uh, I think... It's, it's part of the modular... It's basically yeah. the modularity system. No, what, what is Gleep's pods thing? Don't you have pods in your neighborhood no nope you don't have pods i don't know what that is personal on-demand storage i have no idea what that is so you you got them jimmy in in yeah 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 i got them in socal so basically john a pod is a uh, a mobile like you know how like you store things in a warehouse in a warehouse bay yeah these are like mobile and they load onto the back of a flatbed and they bring them to your house and you basically pack them up and then they load them back onto the flatbed and take them and store them somewhere wow we really went off on a tangent okay honey the pods are here but what is this inflection on the word i don't get it is that part of a commercial for it or something it should be damn it we're talking about gleep john oh okay no. <laughs> Moving and, on. Anyway, it is going to be the miskiest misk ship yet. I, and somebody actually said that, so um, I think that's pretty wow. cool. Wow, that is yeah. misky. It's misky. Um, and the hospital variant is going to come with a recovery room, an operating theater, and an ambulance bay. Pod. Yeah, for the I was going to say for the Drake. That 
absolutely that's going to be where uh, that ambulance pod bay will be will, will house one uh, ambulance Drake for sure. Right, the um, the cutlass, the cutlass uh, red. Yeah, 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 cutlass red. Yeah. Will you yep. be able to open the pod bay doors? How? Ah. I can't do that, John. Can't do that, John. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guess what? The retaliator is going to use some of the same modularity methodology as the endeavor and be composed of sixteen different chunks. So we can also create our own dream retaliator. I'm going to say you'd mentioned earlier uh, that uh, that you were incorrect in your uh, statement about the endeavor, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm going to say that I possibly could be incorrect on my uh, my thoughts on the how customizable the ships are going to be. The more that I'm seeing on the modularity system, the more that I'm seeing on the different sizes for the different components. Um, you might have been right, Gleep. You might be able to do a <laughs> lot more modularity than uh, you know. I was Did you just call me Greep? <laughs> call me Greep? Let's say Greep. Good Greep. <laughs> Gleep. You might be correct is my point. Yay, I love being right. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, for folks that have a retaliator, I, you know, that is going to be, I think, um, a, a really useful vessel. And uh, the nice thing about it is that for um, uh, I think if you guys mentioned it on last week's show, I think I had it in the notes uh, that for those of us that have larger ships, multi-crew ships that are not going to be available in Arena Commander prior to launch of the PTU uh, or the PU, that uh, we will get retaliators as loaner ships. So I yeah. think that's very, very cool. So it's like I sold my retaliator, I melted it, and I still have a retaliator. Win-win. No losers, Jimmy. No losers. Everybody wins. Only winners. And speaking of winners, we're all going to win big, 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 big in three weeks at GamesCon. Because they're going to show us a bunch of epic new stuff there. GamesCon. Com. <laughs> with an mm. Not an mm. With an mm. It's Honestly, German. Honestly, I'm real. I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about right now, in the short term, mm-hmm. is um, the general instance manager. Uh, I really want uh, Arena Commander uh, to be uh, fixed, um, mm-hmm. and, and I know we'll talk about this more in the community show. Um, but I had so much fun last night, and it's just like I, I remembered, you know, when we got together last night and 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 uh, PvP'd. I was just like, man, I just really want that the instant ma- instance manager to be tight and working and 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 not buggy and glitchy, so that we can get back into doing this again. Right, right. Well, I think the first iteration of it is in the uh, current patch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's going to be. Um, um, I'm looking forward to it. And there's a new launcher, which again I completely bypassed. So I've been trying to launch the PTU with the old launcher. It doesn't work. I heard it's fast. I heard the new launcher is really quick. Yeah, me too. Um, and we uh, the player cap has gone up from eight to sixteen, but I guess only for certain modes. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, this was I thought was very interesting. Sixty uh, four bit integration is done, so I know that that was a huge challenge for a while. They they had to uh, they had to go dig up uh, some uh, some really hardcore uh, CryEngine guys to uh, to help them out with that. And uh, we're going to be seeing what they call large world maps at Gamescom. And 
get this, it takes two and a half hours, two and a half like real hours, in a 350R, the fastest ship in the game, to fly across the current large world map. That is insane. That's great. I, and, I, that as a great, great insight to things that are going to things that are coming too. And the and the maps are just going to get bigger. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's just to me that's mind blowing. So, um, very very cool there. Uh, they talked a little bit about Orgs 2.0 um, that is still in the pipeline. Other things have uh, uh, that's turbulent. I, that's working on that, I guess. And I guess they had. Uh, some stuff that really set them back, and not the least of which was uh, the VAT tax, which uh, you know, I, you know, on the on the surface is the sort of thing that you would think was not that big of a deal, but I guess implementing uh, a different tax for all of the different EU countries was just a, a nightmare for them. So, oh god, yeah, I can't even imagine. They, they, yeah, that must that must have set them back. Yeah. Um, and uh, when uh, 1.1.5 goes live, not the PTU, um, there is going to be $20 Merlins for everyone and uh, no game package, but uh, standalone only. Um, uh, the, and, but, the, you know, for your 20 bucks, you cannot have a quantum drive nor a jump drive. So um, that's, uh, that's kind of why I want it for Arena Commander, because you don't need that for Arena Commander. You know, yeah, no, absolutely not. You're never going to have any need for a quantum drive in there, um, or at least not for the racing component, I don't think. I uh, what what's funny is um, the Merlin. I think I had mentioned like uh, quite a while ago. Uh, I think I posed the question on one of our earlier shows about you know is will it potentially be a good racer? And I'd kind of had in the back of my mind that like what a great cover for a smuggler. You know what I mean? Like I could go from place to place and, and quote unquote be a racer. You mm-hmm. know, um, as my cover because I was thinking about that the other day. It's like you know if you're a smuggler, you don't like go out and say what do you do for a living? I'm a smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of need, you know, kind of need a little bit of a cover. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh, wow, the Merlin actually might I like who knows, I, you know, spend some time racing and get good at it and maybe make a little money on the side. And that, like I said, could be kind of my cover. So I was really excited to hear um, the Merlin's potential for being a racer, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're actually smuggling in the PU, are you going to have to keep it a secret from like us in the the org as well? No. No, because I think if you talk about it on the podcast, uh, <laughs> yeah, some, right. Somebody competing with us or you <coughs> is going to hear about it, and they're going to try to turn you in. Well, I uh, I won't be talking about specific missions, uh, and actually, I'm leaning heavily on the fact that uh, you're going to be able to have uh, false IDs, uh, you know, f- uh, ghost uh, ghost signatures on the ships. Uh, you know, I'm I'm planning on really taking advantage of. Uh, being able to change your identity, being able to change your ship's identity. Um, those are things that I'm relying, that I'm going to hopefully rely heavily on when I'm actually doing what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that's, that. that's why we really want to see that uh, design doc. Although the fidelity in the game is so good and I'm such a narcissist that when I create me in the game, I'm going to be really bummed out when people are like, Hey, it's Jimmy. <laughs> what are you smuggling? <laughs> no, no, no. Shh, 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 shh. I'm not Jimmy. I'm, yeah, Ajax Wil- Wilhelm. Yeah, no, I know you. No, I'm Kimmy you, Joker. You <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh boy, good problems to have. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And uh, speak. And more, the wind just keeps landing on top of you. Uh, the next up after the uh, the Merlin and the Scythe is going to be the Herald. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is very cool. Excited, excited about that for sure. 
Yeah, and I'm guessing you haven't really got a design doc for the Info War yet. So I'm, I'm no. thinking probably uh, in conjunction with that release, you're going to uh, be owed um, uh, a design document. Yeah, it's. I'm going to be curious. Uh, I'm curious to see what it's going to be because the Herald is um, is an info runner. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's not necessarily like I don't think we'll see an E War doc. Um, I don't think we'll see a contraband doc. So I, I guess it's just going to be like I. I, I'm, I'm just curious as to how substantial an info running doc will be, but given CIG's history, I'm sure it will be dense and delightful. <laughs> well, I was just thinking because, you know, you're going to have the encrypted data core on right. the ship that um, that you would have, you know, guys trying to hack that. So maybe maybe not uh, E-War, but maybe the hacking um yeah, yeah, maybe we'll see the hacking mechanic. And I know, like, they had said, or they had alluded to one of the things that the Herald is going to be valuable for is um, apparently data, because the universe, obviously, is so expansive, data doesn't go from, like, your ship to Earth. It, like, stops on the way to uh, data beacons. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I, you know, from what I, what, what a little bit I've heard, you know, um, you know, through following the game, um, that those beacons are going to be places that you can data hack and and pull information from. So, mm-hmm. so that's cool. It'll be it'll be very curious. I'll be it'll be really cool to see what they do with the Herald and what that design doc is going to be. So, yeah, totally excited about it. Oh, very cool, very cool. Um, so I guess what's coming up? We we hope to get a release of one point one point five. I would be groovy if we got that on Friday, but um. You guys remember last time that we had a a, a a PTU test? How long that went? They usually go about a week, don't they? Yeah, give or take. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that we get that at the end of the week. Uh, we did, uh, uh, unfortunately, the timing of it all. We did get a letter from the chairman and uh, and Ben for the chairman. Uh, yes. This week, so um, unfortunately, we haven't had uh, sufficient time to digest all of that. Uh, goodness but uh, we will certainly have that to look forward to for next week's show um, but uh, Jimmy you said you did uh, hear Ben for the chairman uh, do you any, any I, high points you want to just sort of touch on real quick um, I did uh, uh, Ben uh, pointedly asks Chris um, all of the uh, quote-unquote concerns that have been floating around and Chris does a wonderful job of answering them uh, I think I mentioned earlier he kind of alludes to what the uh, larger free flight map is going to look like uh, and, uh, you know, he, uh, at one point, uh, one of the questions is asked, you know, um, that, that this game can't be done, you know, mm. point, point blank that, that, you know, people have said the game can't be done, uh, to which Chris, uh, replied, that's uh, bull. And, uh, I, he finished the set, the, that set sentiment and I won't, but, uh, <laughs> he basically said that it was bull. And, and just to hear him say that, you know, basically if you don't watch it, it's a long one, but if you, if you don't watch it, the, the over arc, overall arc that I got from it was, yeah, there are challenges, but that's what happens when you do something groundbreaking and that, you know, a lot of those challenges are, are being resolved. And basically it said at one point that there is nothing that has been laid out in this game that is not doable. He's like, we still have challenges ahead of us. He's like, but everything that has been laid out in front of us based on the current architecture is doable. Yeah, yeah. He said stuff like that before too. And I I, I agree, or I mean, I believe him when he says yeah. it, uh, that he does, he's not saying it like in a boastful way. He's saying it in a very matter of fact way. He says, we know how we're going to do it, but there are going to be some challenges in implementing it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and I think we're starting to see those hurdles slowly but surely getting um, getting overcome. I, I, obviously, I think we have to wait until after Gamescom uh, and, and after we see, you know, some more patches and some more releases to, to be able to definitively say, yeah, they're, they're getting over their major hurdles. But all the indications point to the fact that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's um, I think that that and I've heard in a couple of places and it could be, you know, the more from other similar optimistic folks like like us that uh, that we're uh, we're approaching a time where there's going to be new content coming fast and furious uh, for an extended period of time. And I, I think that that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, well, uh, you know what, guys, that's pretty much all we had for this week. Um, uh, got anything else, uh, exciting you want to add? Well, I do. Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Uh, so a week from, or I'm sorry, not a week from this coming Friday, I am taking a tour of CIG. Really? CIG Santa Monica, I am taking a tour. I has excitement. Wow. Uh-huh. I uh, I sent an email out to um to How many press. candy bars did you have to buy? Not a one. I sent an email out to press. I said, hey, you know, I'm with a podcast. I'm interested in touring the facility and, you know, let me know. And uh, Lando wrote me back and uh, said, you know, we, we, we get so many requests that we tend to do them in groups. And can you, you know, are you available this coming, you know, Friday? And I was like, absolutely. Sign me up. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to go uh, go and take a tour of the studio and uh, potentially, uh, I guess, apparently at the end of the tour, Ben tends to stop by and talk to the, the folks that are on the tour for a couple of minutes. And I'm going to see if I can maybe get one or two questions in uh, and uh, see what I can report back. Um, if, if you run into Eric Chiron Davis, mm-hmm. will, you, will you fix his hair for me? <laughs> I will. I'll do that weird kind of mom thing where I'll, I'll lick my hand and kind of pat <laughs> his hair. Dude, you'll be my hero forever. Okay, perfect. I, I will absolutely do that. And then when I get thrown out, I'll be like, but Gleep told me to do it. <laughs> no, I no Greep told you to do it. Greep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't be a Greep. Nobody likes a Greep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No one likes a Greeper. No. Well, that's very exciting. And so, and how how did that all come about? I mean, did did you um you just uh, submitted your name and 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 they uh they got back to you, huh? Yeah, totally. I uh just you know I, being in the area, I'm in L.A. and they're in Santa Monica. And it's it's an hour away. So um yeah, basically, I just just sent them an email. I went I went to their press site. Um, so I kind of made oh, it a point okay, to try okay, and go okay. through the proper channels. Yeah. And I sent him an email. It took him about, uh, about four weeks to get back to me, but this was also right in the middle of all the insanity. So right. I, you know, I obviously didn't want to press them and, and I wouldn't anyway, I'm not that kind of person. If they never got back to me, I would have just been like, well, they never got back to me. Yeah. Um, but no, they got, they got back to me. It took about four weeks and, uh, yeah, they just, uh, they said, yeah, it's not a problem. And this is, this is the time we have available and can you make it? And I was like, yeah, sign me up. And that's kind of how we left it. So very excited. Uh, I think, uh, it's one, two o'clock I go, I took a vacation day from work so I could put my away message on. So no one emails me or calls me or anything. I may, I, I may even leave my work phone in the car. Wow. Yeah. Do you have, have any idea how long the tour is? No idea. I, I, I know nothing. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's literally. That's right. You know, and I'll also be interested to see who the other people on the tour are. Yeah. I, I, well, what's really cool is hopefully I'm really kind of hoping that I'll, I'll, you know, maybe meet a couple of, uh, you know, L.A. 
or, or Southern California fans of the game, you know, maybe, maybe I can hang out with and maybe we can do a little, uh, you know, get together like, uh, like you guys did up in, uh, in NoCal. Yeah, that would be very cool. That'd be very yeah, cool. totally. Or, or so, maybe maybe uh, um, uh, even some guys with ships too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll see. It'll it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to take the tour. Uh, I'm hoping for the opportunity to ask Ben a couple of questions. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we'll see how it goes. Dude, we we need. Didn't, didn't somebody like make a verse cast T-shirt? Yeah, I think it was Abaphysics. Okay, listen, I'm just going to put this out there. I am a very fashionable person. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I, I love our org. I, I am not showing up in an org t-shirt. Okay, so what we need are org fanny packs so you can add it to your current attire. <laughs> Actually, I think we were talking about this last night. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to show up in a, a Star Citizen shirt, a Star Citizen hat, my dog tags around my, my chest, uh, spandex bicycle shorts, Combat boots, a dozen roses, and a box of chocolates. <laughs> and be like, hi, guys. Hi, I'm here. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. I'm here. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Where's Chris? I want to give him these flowers. Fanboy on deck. Yeah, so I want to, like, just, just total <laughs> creepy fanboy it out. Oh, dude. We, we, maybe even, like, like a, a those guys with ship's tattoo. That would just be awesome. On my neck. Because <laughs> I want to work in food services for the rest of my life. <laughs> or, or face, just go face. <laughs> just go face, right, right on my, right on my cheek. Go, go, Mike Tyson. You know, yeah, ah, perfect. That's my favorite org. Join my org, or I'll kick your ass. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's the big thing. I'm excited about it. Um, I will be doing that on Friday, so I'll be talking about it uh, on next Monday's show. That is very exciting. Very, very exciting. Looking forward to uh, hearing what happens. I hope we get a chance to like take some pictures and kind of show us what yeah, it looks yeah. like inside there. And <laughs> maybe not pictures of Lando's computer because you know what happens there. Oh, I, I totally, I, I don't think the opportunity is going to present itself, but I totally want to ask him if I could take a picture in front of his computer and be like, too soon? <laughs> just just kind of hang out in front of his computer and be like, yeah, what's up? Dude, do you have any like uh, you know like uh, IP addresses I can write down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. That's very very cool. And um, and uh, so, do we have anything else? I mean, or, or is that it? Well, actually, John. Yeah. I would like to start an online gaming community uh, for ET the Extraterrestrial for my Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I love that game. I know there are people out there that love that game too. Um, how do I do that? John? Why? Why? <laughs> oh god. It's, I don't I don't think Engine wants to support that game. It's it's only the game that nearly killed the entire gaming industry. <laughs> I don't understand your hesitation. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man engine.com is where you would go but you won't go there for that ever nobody ever will Please wasn't there go. like some sort of thing recently where they like they dug like there was like a pit. yeah they dug them up yeah yeah uh, yeah they found them out in the desert yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> they just buried them in the desert like God. joe pesci totally it was uh yeah it was in it was a new mexico landfill that's awesome mm-hmm Oh, all right. It was. Well. Uh, it was actually. Uh, it's funny because I actually pulled the link up. It was uh, five million. Five million units. What? 
Yeah. The, well, I was oh, no, going to no, ask how much they're worth now. They, they were expected to sell 5 million, million units, but they only sold 1.5, uh, and most of them were returned, was actually what I was reading. And then I guess because of the returns, because of the poor sales, that was when they actually buried them in a landfill in Mexico, and they were I, recently dug up. I just don't understand why they didn't give them away. Like, I feel... Because nobody wanted them, John. Yeah, but if if... If you were a kid and you saw free games like at a whatever game store, you would like take it. Well, here, here's the thing: it was it was a very different time. I actually remember this, and Gleep, you probably do too. Um, there was actually a lot of uh, anticipation for this game. People were really looking forward to the ET game. Um, it was one of the earlier like uh, almost franchise type game releases. Um, you know, because up until that point, like you know, Pac Man was a video game. Um, Donkey Kong was a video game. So this was like one of the earliest movie to video game trans- transitions. And people were really excited about it. And I'll never forget this. I was really little. I was like six or seven, maybe eight. And my cousins who were older than me got it and brought it home. And they were super psyched. And they, they loaded it up. And we were all sitting there. And we were all watching it. And I'll never forget. They were playing it for, for a good 30, 35 minutes. And he's like, this game sucks. <laughs> Are there Reese's Pieces in it? Yeah, if I, I, now keep in mind, I barely remember, but I think that, yeah, the, like one of the things was you laid out Reese's Pieces and that's how you, he followed you around and stuff. But it's a god-awful game. It's a god-awful game. It and that's why I want... It even be redeemed by Reese's Pieces. Nope, and that's why I want to form a community around it. So Engine.com? <laughs> to hate on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to love it, to relish in its badness. Oh, okay, we're going to bring it back. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take it back. That's, that's like uber uber hipster it's, it sucks so bad it's cool all right well uh do support engine they they power our website and we don't suck uh so go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs uh support ronald jenkies he doesn't suck either www.ronaldjenkies.com support me i'm back tweet me at house gleep email me at gleep at versecast.org jimmy where can the fine folks find you well, as always, I am uh, most uh, vocal on Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can check me out. Uh, I'm not on Steam a lot, but uh, I am over at Steam. I'm over at Official RSI, and I'm over at uh, Versecast.org under Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. And uh, email me. Email me at uh, Jimmy at Versecast.org. You can find me on Twitter and Steam and Versecast and the RSI forums and just RSI in general, um, at the only Janto. That's like Tonto, only with a J. Mm, space Kimosabi. And you can email me at john at versecast.org. You can also email the show at comms at versecast.org. You can join our Star Citizen organization at mm-hmm. robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. Signups have been pretty slow recently um probably due to the lack of updates but we have an update now and we actually played this week so you guys should definitely join us as always you can be an affiliate which means you can have up to you can have up to nine affiliates um with one main org i don't i don't know if you can have just affiliates with no main org but Mm, i don't think so yeah no i think you have to have a main org yeah so if you're already part of an org, you can still join us as an affiliate. We're totally fine with that. Um, Absolutely. 
Come by follow the way, us. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, just just real quick, um, I will always go, uh, whenever you say, uh, like Tonto, I will always follow up with Space Kimosabi. I know, but, I've, I, but I'm not even going to comment on it. I know it's going to come. But but I am quietly working on my Jay Silverheels impersonation so that I can nail Tonto eventually. I'm going to come out with a Jay Silverheels Tonto impersonation, and you're going to be like, <laughs> you're going to come out with it. When is I'm the gonna, release yep. date on that? Uh, TBD. Okay. Soon TM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you can follow us on Twitter at Versecast, where we tweet about events when the show comes out, all Star Citizen stuff. Um, that's at Versecast, and use the hashtag TGWS about uh, when you're tweeting about Star Citizen, um, so that our guys with ships can find it. Yeah. Um, please review us on iTunes. Just search for Versecast. We would love to have a review from you so that we can read it on the show. Um, head over to Versecast.org. We got our forums, voice server. Uh, probably going to play Star Citizen next week again because mm-hmm. it was pretty fun this week, and we'll talk about it more yeah. in the next show. Um, and new update is out. For the PTU, hopefully final release candidate is coming out soon, and maybe Star Marine soon, and more to come from Gamescom, so definitely we're on fire. And uh, if you do review us on iTunes, please do send us an email about it too, at comms, two comms at versecast.org, just because uh, we not we've had a real difficult time aggregating iTunes reviews, so... For folks outside the United States uh, that have gone to the trouble to review us, um, we've had a, a tough time picking all those up. So if you do, please uh, email us. Let us know where uh, you are reviewing us from, and that makes it a lot easier for us to make sure that we've uh, we've got it all and can talk about it on the air. Actually, Vendis told me about a tool that compiles it all into one view or something. Um oh. And I keep forgetting to look at it. So I will look into that, and hopefully we won't have such a hard time with that. <laughs> you said tool. Ha, <laughs> said tool. Tool. I, I said a lot of words, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but not too many. Because we're one hour and one minute in, so that means we're done. Wow, so, huh? Right on time. Until next time, we are Those Guys Are Ships, and this has been The Versecast. See you guys. Get your ass to Mars. There, that was clean. Now the people actually heard it. That was a nice one. I like that one. That's good. <laughs>